Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Next Great Car Era, a podcast by EV Tuners about charting a path in the new frontier for tuning culture and performance enthusiasts. Today, I'm joined by Tiffany Tucker, the founder of a car design application called Electric Mods. Tiffany's app brings together a growing list of EVs with different rims, body kits, colors, and details, all of which are actually manufactured. So if you ever had a wild idea to customize, this app makes it so you can see how it would turn out and then just the parts to buy to make it real. We cover everything from Tiffany's entrepreneurial journey to the changing concept of tuning and advice for people wanting to get into it. Enjoy. One of the things I wanted to start with was talking a little bit about your Mitsubishi Mirage, since uh, that is something, it reminds me of my days tuning my Mitsubishi Eclipse and the busted knuckles and and all of that good stuff. So you were starting to tell me about it before. Uh, Could you loop back and maybe tell me again? Sure. Um, So the Mitsubishi Mirage was probably the first car um, that I bought for myself when I was in college. Um, It was red. um, And I think at the time, um, spinners were a big thing back then. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, uh, as a college kid, you know, I couldn't afford spinners. Um, so I went over to pet boys and I got these spinning red hubcat hubcaps, um, where it was like silver on the outside and red on the interior. So when I would drive the red would kind of spin. Um, so I did that. And then a lot yeah, of it was sick. Yeah, like a lot of it was mainly aesthetic. Um, and then, you know, I added a sound system. Um, and it was really cool because it was, you know, the bass was really strong. Um, back window was vibrating. Um, it wasn't like the obnoxious vibrating, but it was like a nice solid bass. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I did that. And then I had like uh, red and black um, seat covers. Um, I had the lighting. Um, I think that was it. I think I was like- nice. oh, that was the most I've done to my uh, Mirage. Sound systems are like key. You got to yeah. have that. Yeah. I I did not do as good a job as you. I had a sound system, but it was the annoying type. It was just oh, vibrating. Right. My trunk was going off and I would even lose the rear view mirror right. uh, as I was driving because it would just vibrate off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I in hindsight, it, I'm like, that wasn't as cool as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. Like when I got it. I didn't want it to be, you know, you hear the cars coming down the streets and Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. almost like the whole car is vibrating. Like I wanted it to be like a nice solid bass. There were certain songs I wanted to hear that had a good sound to it. So that was like what I was after. That was probably like the fave, the like best mod that I had done to the car was to the sound. Nice. And did you learn, did you learn as you went or follow online stuff? Did you install the sound system yourself or? No. So I actually, um, I mean like the lighting I did myself, um, seat covers, the hubcaps did myself. I didn't really get into, um, and even with my, my EV, I really didn't get into making any like major changes to the car until I got my Tesla. Nice. Um, And and major, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get into that, but it was more of like aesthetic things, but that was like what I did myself. That was like most proud of. I mean, that's what makes it yours, right? The personalization. Yes, exactly. Let's talk about the Tesla. That's what you drive now. No more Mitsubishi Mirage. Which one do you have? Um, So I have the Model 3. 
Uh, it's the 2018 mid-range. Um, I think in a couple of groups, they call it the, the limited edition um, mid-range, so the lemur. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's what I have is the 2018 Midnight Silver Metallic. Awesome. And what have you done to it now to make it, take it from that Midnight Silver Metallic, which is the best color, by the way. I'm very... Oh, yeah, hands down. <laughs> that's what yeah. mine is too, so. Yeah, hands uh, down. But what uh, have you done? So I um, I did the Chrome Delete with brush black metallic. I also did brush black metallic on the dash. I did brush black, black metallic on the center console. And uh, the reason why I did the brush black metallic is, you know, everyone was doing black, right? For their, their yeah. chrome delete. And I wanted something unique, um, kind of funky. And so with the brush black metallic, as you probably know, it has like the brush strokes in it. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that I had that cause it was unique. It had like that little shimmer to it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I did that on uh, the, the Chrome delete, the dash, the center console, and then the interior buttons on the, the door. Then I also did a bright green um, on the emblems. I did a green wrap on the interior of the mirror cap, which was quite challenging, but satisfying once it was done. Yeah. And I did bright green trim on the dash. I did um, that same bright green trim on the console. And I changed out the, um, we're on a blank now. On the doors, the lights that reflect down on the ground. Oh, yeah. Doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I put the T's. I have T's in the front and then the threes with like three lines, kind of like on my, uh -huh. my emblem. Uh, I did that in the, the passenger doors. And what else did I do? I'll, I wanted to. Oh, I did interior lighting to kind of change and moves to the music. I wanted to change. Oh, whoa. so it sound adaptive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's not, it's, it's a little glitchy. I'm not going to say it's perfect. <laughs> That's but, just uh, tech, right? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I have the, um, the lighting that, that moves to the music and then I wanted to change the headliner, but I'm not that adventurous. So yeah, that's the both. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, um, there are some changes that I want to do to the car, uh, physically, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm planning those in the app. Uh, and I'm not doing that myself. <laughs> right. Get the experts to do it. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm with you. I, I, um, other than maybe rotating the tires, uh, right. I don't really want to bust my knuckles anymore. <laughs> no, no. And uh, you know, the funny thing is I feel like with Tesla, at least for me, the, the one thing that made it easy for me to customize it was, it was almost like Lego pieces. Mm. <laughs> like I felt like the interior door panel could just pop right out. The, really? could just pop right out and i literally had the dash uh sitting on my dining table when i was wrapping it <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah so it wasn't like little clips that fall well, down the door clips. and you never find again <laughs> so i do have a piece left over okay it's still, it's still in the the pocket of my door um and i have i i know it goes somewhere in the door but it still works so so i'm just gonna leave it there's my <laughs> souvenir just remembering what i used to do to the car yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. And so, then, oh, sorry, one more thing I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Is that I had the wheels painted black and green calipers. So the whole like gray, black, green theme going on. I'm envisioning like a lime green, something real bright. Oh, yeah. Is that kind of, kind of right? Awesome. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's right. So you said you didn't do any 
any mods to the exterior yet. Um, no, no ba ba major body mods. Um, I think that is actually kind of an interesting segue into what you've envisioned for EV mods, right? I downloaded the app. Super cool. You can like go through and try different things out without actually having to take anything apart. So right. maybe sounds like maybe kind of the idea for that might've been connected here. Could you talk about that sure. a little bit? Yeah. So uh, electric mods um, is the, the concept kind of started with me customizing my car. Uh, so I would say probably like in March of 2021, you know, I got my car literally right before the pandemic. So February 28th, and, and then that was it. <laughs> it's like everything was nice. shut down. And so, yeah. So at the time I had joined a ton of Facebook groups and one group in particular, uh, which really kind of rekindled that desire to customize my car. It was all about modding the Tesla. And so, you know, I started doing some research, you know, on different companies that make aftermarket parts and, you know, the customization journey began. Um, and then I kind of got to the point where I wanted to do something really unique with my wheels. And in my mind, I'm like, I really want to see green wheels, right? Again, with yeah, the whole green. That lime green. To, yeah. Like I wanted it to be tasteful. And at the time I had done like a ton of Google searching in the images, searching mm -hmm. like keyword green rims, green wheels, gray car. And I got to a point where like, I couldn't really see what I wanted to see in the way that I wanted to see it. So I actually took, let me see if I have it. I actually took a, a screenshot on my phone and then I drew in the green wheels um, just to give myself that visual because I didn't have it before. Um, I thought I had, oh yeah, yeah, here it is. So let me turn my brightness up so you can see. So literally uh, I drew oh, in. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this was me trying to envision what it was going to look like. And so I was saying to myself, you know, it, it's unfortunate that there isn't a place for me to actually design this, right? And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um, before I had started down the path of creating electric mods, I went to several Facebook groups. I wanted to see if I was the only one that felt this way. Sure. You know, are there others out there that are asking the same questions? And sure enough, they, they were. And mm -hmm. what I did was I started to take screenshots. Every time I saw a post where someone was asking, do you, do you have a black car with, with this? Let me, what caliper color goes with that? What wheels should I do with this? And again, just snapping screenshots. And it kind of yeah. served a motivation for me to go down this path, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I wanted to fill that gap that I saw and felt my, myself. And so uh, that's kind of like how it got started. Uh, the concept got started. And once I started to see that there was a, a real need and, and real questions were being asked that this app could answer, this platform could answer, you know, the, the rest was history. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's like growing out pretty quick. I feel like every time I log in, there's there's new new parts, new things to try, new locations oh, yeah. to kind of see see your car in in. Yeah, advance. I mean, the one thing that I wanted the app to represent, you know, some people are using it for fun, right? And and I get it, right? It's it's nice to kind of just play around with different car designs, but then there are people that are using it for the purpose of truly envisioning 
and or visualizing what their new build will look like. You know, mm -hmm. I have some people who I would consider, you know, some like my my friends, my social media friends, um, and and customers or clients will reach out to me and show me designs that they've created, and they're super excited about it. And that that was one of the whole purposes of the platform was to give you that that opportunity. Um, you know, I think that with the EV aftermarket, it's evolving. Mm -hmm. Oh, and and it's an emerging market. So there's brands that people aren't aware of. Um, there's modifications that people aren't thinking of. I had someone reach out to me and was, and was like, hey, can you allow me to customize the fender? Um, I just want to change the fenders alone to be a certain color and finish. And it was like, sure. You know, um, you know that, that's the thing that, you know, because it's, it's allowing people to be super creative and mm -hmm. now they have a platform to be super creative. Um, that that's that's what it's here for that's awesome and it, and it is fun and it sounds like you're getting all sorts of community engagement which is sweet yeah yeah and I, the one point i was going to make too with the different environments so the other thing that i wanted to make sure that i don't think a lot of people understand happens behind the scenes is that i try to make things as perfect as possible right and so um, with those scenes, the scenes serve a purpose of allowing you to see what it'll be like in low light. Mm -hmm. if, you know, if it's a sunny day, what it will look like um, in different different environments. Because at first, when I was working with my developer and we were looking at the different backgrounds and I'm like, wait, this color, it looks so different. You sure yeah. mess with, the, you know, something on the back end. And then when I was... Um, I would, I'd like to do like uh, comparisons to show the render in the app versus what someone actually has to drive that concept that this is for you to design your actual car. Mm -hmm. And I would try and get like a good shot of the car at different angles. And I would notice that the colors looked entirely different depending on the environment that the real car was in. So, you know, the different environments there, the, even with the Chrome, you know, we want it to shine. Chrome is supposed to shine. It's supposed to gloss is supposed to reflect the environment. So yeah. all of those things I'm taking into consideration as we're building it out, because we want it to be as close to a real representation of what you're going to get as possible. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Almost like midnight silver metallic, that color we were talking about. It yeah. almost looks black at night. And oh man. Like, totally that... different color. Yeah. So in the app we have, um, so someone has suggested uh, doing default colors for, for Tesla. Yeah. And so I was like, oh yeah, you know, no problem. So like red, we we're trying to like match up the red. And then we came to the midnight silver metallic. That was like so hard to try and tweak, especially because the environment that we first started with had almost like this purple hue to it. And so trying to tweak it and get it just right. Um, but I feel like we're close. We're, we're close enough at this point. Yeah. yeah. I think that that is one of the things that makes the app really powerful in, in how I've used it is that it is real colors and real parts. And, uh, you know, right. one of the things I was doing was trying to figure out what my next rims might be. I had, I curb, curb rashed them oh, man. at one point and, uh, I did get it fixed, but for a moment I was like, oh, I'm just going to get new rims. This is the, this is the excuse I needed so right. trying that out and I went to midnight silver metallic and, and used that one. And, uh, and it was, you know, exactly like what I expected. Uh, so that, 
other than than just blue or gray or something like that calibrating it to what it really is makes it extra powerful yeah and that's the the other point too with the platform is i try to while i'm on social media i'm paying attention to the customizations that others are doing to their cars you know um the person that came to me and asked about the fender you know that's different because they actually came to me and said hey I would like to have this change, but I'll see something and I'll hit up my team like, hey, it looks like people are starting to do so-and-so. Let's put this in the, the platform because others may not even be aware that that's an option. Sure. You know? and, that, and that's the other thing too, is that I wanted it to be a place where you can kind of let your imagination run wild and not be stuck in the, the idea of someone else's. Right. Because you're kind of going off the pictures that you see from someone else. You're going from the pictures that you see from a manufacturer. This is where you get to create the design that you're envisioning. So a lot of it is Tesla right now. Right. But is there going to be other cars added to the app in the future? Yeah. So right now it's Tesla and it's the Ford Mach-E. Mm -hmm. uh, we already have a few cars already slated uh, to be loaded into the app before the end of the year. And um, yeah, so definitely more EVs coming up. How do you go about in in calibrating those real parts? Are you working with the with the builders, the distributors of those parts to get get the designs right, or just looking at those products and then trying to get them as close as possible? So I have a really really skilled guy on my team, and in most cases, unless it's something where the manufacturer doesn't have really good photos. Mm -hmm. We will have to collaborate with them and say, hey, and again, this goes back to like it being as perfect as possible. So I'll give you an example. We just loaded um, the CMS, no, no, Robot Craftsman. I think it's the hacker uh, body kit, the wide body kit. Yeah. You know, we're doing testing and stuff and I'm playing around looking, you know, designing the car and I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, wait a minute. The diffuser is black. There's much more of a black part of the diffuser than what we have. Like we had had another part white as if it was a part of the car. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, no, that's supposed to be black. And so, you know, we're going through and doing what we can to make sure that it's a, it, as accurate of a representation of that part as possible. Like I would hate for you to get the part on the car and say, oh, this is supposed to be white. And in my app, it's black. So we even take those things into consideration. Interesting. So you're, you're taking those parts and, and rendering them yourselves. Yeah. Are any of the, any of the, 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 the like distributors, those companies, uh, have they reached out to you folks excited about what you're doing? Uh, so I haven't reached out to any distributors yet. I've been mainly working with the actual manufacturers of the yeah. parts. So, um, but no distributors yet. Yeah. I did reach out to one recently, so we'll see how that goes. All right. But yeah. the manufacturers, they must be, I mean, this is kind of a new, new thing. Um, are, how, how, do, how are they reacting to it? They think it's pretty cool or see, yeah. see some potential, uh, potential collaboration or market, uh, in this area. Yeah. I would say one of the, um, companies that at first reached out to at first, they were concerned about how realistic it was going to look hmm. in the platform. And once they downloaded it, it was just like, oh, okay, never mind. It's there. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, they're, they're very excited um, to work with us. 
And, um, you know, we're just going to keep the parts coming. Heck yeah. That's awesome. So one, one thing I wanted to talk to you about in this, this kind of space, we're talking about tuning EVs and, uh, you know, we, a lot of car enthusiasts are familiar with body kits and some of those things, but tuning at large, you know, there's been people saying that like with EVs tuning is over, there's no more. Um, but I, I kind of think that it's just changing, you know, the, what it means to tune is changing. The means that people go about tuning is, is kind of changing from your kind of seat at the front or the leading edge of this. What do you, what do you see happening in, in the concept of tuning within car culture? The funny thing is that when I was coming up with the name for the app and then deciding on how I would describe it in the app store, I was going to, and I, I did use, I ended up using tuning as a part of like the, the naming um, in the app store, but I was hesitant because I didn't want to misrepresent um, the concept of tuning, right? And so I had done some research, I'm, I'm very good at researching, and so I had done some nice. research just to see what the sentiments were and how the community was when it came to EV tuning. Mm -hmm. And there's so many articles where, you know, people were completely against it, almost like it was like blasphemy, you know, like an oxymoron. You can't, yeah. you can't be. And as I continued to research, you know, it's not an ice vehicle, right? So you're not changing out valves, you're no turbos, no engine tuning or anything like that. It's battery and software. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, and I, I really like was digging into tuning modification, asking friends, like, when you think of tuning, what do you think? Uh, just because, like I said, I didn't, I respect tuning, whether it's for ICE vehicles or EVs. So I, I wanted to be very careful. And what I found is that, you know, it is tuning, you know, just because it's a battery and software and you're not changing out those parts, it is customizing that vehicle you are modifying that vehicle in some capacity you know mm -hmm. some are doing it just for aesthetics with the really awesome wraps or the really awesome wheels uh but then there are others that are are still tuning it for performance like they're they're fast cars right but there yeah. is room left for 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 tuning it from a performance side of the house uh you know there's companies out there that are making performance only parts and helping others build EV race cars. So to your point, and I, I say this often, is that it's not that tuning is dead, it's just different now. You know, uh, you may start to see a shift to uh, software tuning, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like um, at the, there was a module that was put out a couple of years ago, I think it was called like Ghost or something, and it allowed you to have the zero to 60 of a plaid or a performance um, of a performance model three, if you had a long range model three. So they're doing like software modifications now. So, you know, going back to that concept where it, it's not, it's not that it's dead. And that's also the part where I feel like with the, the platform, um, yeah, it's a platform for EV owners and enthusiasts to kind of envision how they can customize their car, make it unique, uh, discover aftermarket parts, discover aftermarket vendors. But it's almost like, to me, and I'm trying to kind of like push it where it's representing a community and it's representing uh, a part of the industry that is changing. You know, when I see 
these EV owners that are going out to car shows. And sometimes I'll go to these car shows and it's just two EVs there, right? Mm-hmm. But I say kudos to you because there's going to be two today and a hundred tomorrow. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I really feel like there is this movement and this transition and I want to help those that are, that are thinking that it's dead um, to see that it's not, you know, and you could make these cars look really freaking awesome and they're already fast as it is, right? Yeah. You can get even faster and they'll still look awesome. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. One of the things that really got me into EVs at the beginning was, was that performance. You know, mm-hmm. it, to me, I, I was just looking purely at the performance and the numbers and like, oh man, I mean, as soon as F1 started having some hybrid in, in their uh, cars, it's like, wait, there's something here. And now the Teslas right. and the, all the other EVs that are coming onto the market, they're just faster than anything else. And right. I mean, it's kind of cheap horsepower. Yeah. As, yeah, as far as tuning, what comes to mind, um, I, I think back years ago when we used to build gaming rigs mm-hmm. and you would assemble all of this part, you choose your motherboard and your processor and your RAM, and then you have it and that's good. But then you get into the software and you could start overclocking it and right. like, oh, now it's getting hot. So you got to add some cooling to it. Yep, yep. I mean, it, 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 that was during a time where I was also monkeying around with that turbo eclipse. And it's like, wait a minute, I turn up the horsepower and it gets hot too. So I need to deal with the cooling. These are very similar things. It's just different types of hardware. Correct. Correct. Totally agree with that. Um, I also feel like growing up and, uh, at different points in life, we hear about, you know, oh, these different car eras. And, uh, I think you had mentioned something about this is just getting going and two mm-hmm. EVs now and hundred EVs in the future it does feel like we're kind of at the cusp of some kind of exciting stuff. Yeah, I definitely think that we are on the cusp of exciting stuff. Um, when I, when I was looking to customize my Tesla, and this is this is minor, but it kind of just shows you how things have adapted and is continuing to grow in the EV aftermarket. And again, this is minor, but uh, when it came to me wanting to um, add the green trim, mm-hmm. right? The a lot of the manufacturers out there only were doing like black, white, red. You know, they had very standard standard colors, and but people wanted something more. They wanted you know, a variety. And so these same companies started to then add in more colors. And then as they started to increase the the pre-cut vinyls that they had, they also started to get more aftermarket parts. And so I think that we are seeing a, not necessarily a transition because a lot of the companies that make cut aftermarket parts for ICE vehicles are now branching over into the EV space mm-hmm. and making aftermarket parts for the EV community and they're just getting started, right? Like one of the the companies that I work with uh, in the app right now, there's a, it's a very, it's very model three heavy, right? And I would say, you know, model three is probably one of the most modded EVs out there right now. And so I'm, I'm slowly starting to see the mods coming for the Mach E, the mods coming for even the model S. And so it's, it's coming, you know, like slowly, but surely they're adding more aftermarket parts for these cars is, you know, it's going to take time. It, and I'm not saying like years, cause they'll probably come out with more stuff tomorrow, but the yeah. point is that it's an evolving industry. And especially as they come out with like, you know, they have the, the ID buzz 
that people are are going crazy over, right? Like a lot of these cars are first, you know? So with them being the first for that particular manufacturer, now you have to figure out, well, what parts can I make for this totally new version of this manufacturer's standard line? Yeah, totally. And, uh, and start testing them out. When I was at Holly High Voltage earlier this year, I was uh, uh, next year, year three. Yeah. I mean, it's brand new. We'll see yeah. you there, hopefully. Yes. Uh, but I was talking to uh, to one of the guys racing. He has a he has a shop, and uh, he was literally had been fabbing up his own parts and then testing them himself at the autocross track and on the road race track. Uh, and drag strip, seeing how it goes. And, you know, once he fine tunes them, then they're going to be parts that we can buy, but mm -hmm. it's that early in it. Yeah. Very, very early. And, you know, I actually had someone say to me, I went to a, a car event, um, maybe like a couple months ago and I went over to this booth, you know, I like to connect and be like, Hey, you know, it's my app. And would you like to put your parts in the app? And I'll tell them about it, whatever. And so this one particular, they weren't a, a aftermarket parts company. I think they were more so just an, a car. They had like car uh, apparel and stuff like that. And they sure. did some stuff. And so um, I was telling them about the app and they just said, you know, I think you're too early. You know, um, you should open it up to, to ICE vehicles. You're not really going to get anywhere with EVs. And that was almost like a motivation to be like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that the, the respect for the EV tuning and just respect for EVs is still something that's, that's, that's coming, growing, uh, getting better. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I want to continue to foster that community of the EV growth, the EV expansion, the EV community and the EV tuning ultimately. Awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited too. Any advice for people wanting to start getting into EVs? So when, before I got mine, I had my heart set on a BMW. That was like the car I was going to get. After All I right. Jetta, and I loved my Jetta. And I was like, nope, after this, you know, it was paid off for like a couple of years. I'm like, I'm getting my BMW. Mm -hmm. And a colleague of mine asked me, you know, and I wasn't even EVs never even crossed my mind, uh, to be honest. I was like, where was I all this time? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So like uh, my coworker comes to work and he's like, hey, you know, I had to run an errand. He's like, I'll take you in my car. And he had a, a Tesla Model 3. And I'm like, what is this? Right? Like it was totally like, I, you know, totally different concept. And so we get in the car and he's driving me around and I'm thinking to myself, oh, you know, it's whatever. It's a nice car. Had no interest in it. Mm. and they had a dealership that was like down the block from where I worked so I went over there and I went for a drive and I never thought about getting my 325 it was like 325 328i it just totally was like where where do, where do I sign <laughs> um, because I think just the concept of it not needing gas right and mm -hmm. this is just in general, you know, no plug for, I love Tesla, but no plug for, for them specifically, sure. all, all EVs, right? Like yeah, yeah. The, the lack of maintenance, um, no gas, the zero to 60, you know, j just the experience of the car itself. After I drove it, that was it. Right. So I would say definitely go test drive, test drive a ton of them. Cause 
now there's so many out there. Yeah, Bale there's a bunch. So amazing. Yeah, so definitely go test drive one. And then I would say, speak to someone that you know that has an EV. Uh, because there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So mm -hmm. I would say, speak to someone that you know that has an EV and and get whatever questions you have out there, any information you've heard that's having you doubt the purchase of an EV, just talk to someone, you know? And, and, and I would say, then make your opinion on whether or not you would want one. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Awesome, Tiffany. Well, um, I'm gonna add in your contact info for the, for the app and Instagram and all of that into the show notes, but, um, Thank you so much for carving out the time, sharing some of your expertise and uh, look forward to seeing you at some events here soon. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me.